0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday. 8.30 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. Soon to change here in the month of June. And uh, I think I can go ahead. Yeah, we'll be doing a new show at uh, 9.30 p.m. on AMP News on Rumble. So AMP News on Rumble. You can subscribe to ampnews.us. Um, and it's going to be called, I believe, The Insomniac Project. So it's either The Insomniac Project or Insomniac Hour. We haven't really decided yet, but it is going to be a plethora of deep dives into various different conspiracies with your host, myself. And uh, going to try to get as many guests as possible in there to go into the deep dive and their various different theories. So it's going to be really, really cool. If you are new to The Red Pill Project or The Daily Dose, First time here, whatever it might be, go ahead and subscribe below to that Rumble channel, that Pilled channel, channel DLive, Facebook, wherever you are at. Also, go ahead on over to redpills.tv, redpills.tv. That is our primary website. Put your email address in there. And, uh, yeah, cool, man. Well, you know what? This is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy. I typically say communism coming to America, but it's not communism anymore, is it? It, It's more of an oligarchical-controlled, cameo-fascist, to the left and the right, right? Cameo-fascist, totalitarian dictatorship with a technocratic big brother state being implemented here. And uh, that's what we see on the horizon for humanity if we decide to do nothing. But the beautiful thing about all this is that truth is coming to the surface and we've been doing this for quite a few many years now in the sense of, uh, um, looking at the narrative and how that narrative is being expanded into the mainstream and then making various predictions from there. And from that, we have been uh, fairly accurate in the sense of what we understand is happening in the world. And, um, you know, Right now, when we look at it, we've been saying that we're going to have this moment where all this information is going to come forth. And this is going to be the heart of what we call the Firestorm event. This is the storm is coming. This is the Q stuff. This is everything that we've been waiting for has been leading up to this moment right now. And uh, the next 18 months are going to be absolutely um, amazing, fantastic, mind-blowing, beyond belief, crazy, chaotic, there is going to be things that are going to come about that you're going to it's going to scare you. I'm telling you. Because we we're, we're talking about the real deal, real world. This is reality. The stuff that's coming out right now is deep, it's dark, it's demonic, it's satanic, it's evil beyond anything you could ever imagine. The crimes perpetuated against humanity that have been occurring on this planet for a very, very long time are now coming to the surface. Not only that, is the other kind of like, uh, I would say, the, the blue-collar crimes, the, the treason, the sedition. These are the lower-level crimes of what these people are really doing. Yeah. Downright horrible. And all of this is coming to the surface. So with that coming to the surface, we understand that these people are going to say, hey, we need distractions, we need to push back, we need to retain power. And they're going to do everything in their authority and power to hold on to what they have and save or cover their ass. And so that's what we're going to see over the next 18 months. Donald Trump said a week and a half ago at one of his rallies, the final battle is 2024. The final battle. The final countdown. Right? Yeah. We are here. Mm. How are you doing, Vince?
1: Oh, I'm fantastic, as always. I'm doing good. I had a great day. Can't complain. Uh, kind of a wild day to day, and I feel that you're right. This is going to be a wild ride for the next year and a half, and we're just going to stay on it and ride the wave.
0: I'll, I'll say it again: we entered into the 18 months of fuck around and find out.
1: <laughs> Fafo all the
0: way. <laughs> Fafo all the way. This is the mm. next 18 months. Is fuck around and find out. Yeah. And we have a few points that I talked about this morning on the Dark to show. And, and I don't mean to make this a recap of the Dark Light show, but I think that this is critically important. Um, the state of Illinois and the state of Washington just became two more states, uh, including eight more that are already had legislation, New York being one of them, to uh, uh, ban what they consider to be assault weapons. This includes AR-15 style rifles. In Illinois, it's, uh, Washington state, sorry, it's all semi-automatic rifles or the majority of semi-automatic rifles. Which is 100% completely unconstitutional. Well, there's various organizations in the state of Illinois who took this up, the circuit courts within the state. And yeah. the, the circuit courts had basically, uh, I think one, um, one basically released the ban and said, nope, that's unconstitutional. Another one came in and held the ban, and now it's at the state Supreme Court. But it went to review by uh, Supreme Court Justice Amy Comey Barrett, okay. who denied to even hear the case with no rebuttal. She what? didn't give any reason, didn't care, didn't want to hear it. She said, um, we will We will um, align with the lower court's rulings on this. What? Now, this is two times that Amy Comey Barrett, Trump appointee, has came forth and done something that has shocked us. And if you remember, the last time was the University of Indiana was being sued by the students who did not want to get Uh, Vaccinated, claiming religious exemption, and they claimed under the guise of the Fourteenth Amendment. Amy Comey Barrett said the Fourteenth Amendment does not allocate religious exemption; that is the First Amendment. But under the Fourteenth Amendment, that they have the right to protect the other American citizens, and so vaccination is necessary. And this comes from a 1903 and a 1923 Supreme Court uh, uh, kind of jurisprudence or or, um, uh, legal precedent. So. Two points that Amy Comey Barrett has, bat- or actually three points, because she was also in the decision in after the 2020 election to not allow the Supreme Court to hear uh, Donald Trump's case or Texas's case against election interference. So I don't have very much faith in our court system. It's another aspect of uh, um, the, the judicial system. Um, we're seeing how corrupt a lot of these departments are. We're seeing how corrupt and infiltrated our federal government is to a large extent. Um, There was some good things that did occur today. Uh, We had Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I'll see if I can find the video here, Marjorie Taylor Greene, initiated articles of impeachment against a few different uh, people. U.S. Attorney Graves, uh, you have the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, you have uh, FBI Director, Ray, and then you also have President Joe Biden. Let's go ahead and take a look at this and listen to uh, to what she says. And and look, like I said, people, I don't have much faith in these people. I, I really don't. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I do. But you know what? This is a start. We've been calling for it. and Now we have it. Here you go.
1: It is with the highest amount of solemnity that I announce my intention to introduce articles of impeachment today, on the head of this America at last executive branch that has been working since January 20th, 2021 to systematically destroy this country. The president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden, Joe Biden has deliberately compromised our national security by refusing to enforce immigration laws and secure our border allowed approximately 6 million illegals from over 170 countries to invade our country. Deprive Border Patrol of the... It is with the highest amount.
0: I don't know why. Oh, it was a short clip. But there you go. Impeaching Joe Biden, the impeachment uh, um, vote will come about. And most likely it's going to be approved because it's in Congress. And Mm -hmm. my question was... Why didn't she bring up everybody in the executive department, including Anthony Blinken, who we knew Anthony Blinken? Um, He was the head of the Joe Biden campaign that shopped the letter around for the Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation propaganda to the former heads of the, the intelligence agencies, getting 51 people to sign the letter, including active members of the Central Intelligence Agency. Um, He was the head of the Biden-Penn Center that took in over $10 million of Chinese money, uh, was completely wide open, and had multiple boxes of classified information lying right there on the floor. Um, He has been an atrocious Secretary of State. I think the reason they're leaving him in place is because he's the actual one running the government right now. And that... Uh, they know that with him there, Kami Kamala will, will have no real power. And so that's kind of, I think, their, uh, their position on that with uh, with not naming him. But, I, I mean, they need to the name wow. him. They need to name all of them. They need to name Kami Kamala as well in this.
1: They need to drain the swamp completely.
0: <laughs> yeah. They need to impeach the FBI. They need to, they need to remove the FBI, the Department of Justice. It, what they need to do is they need to have a stand-down. They need to transfer central authority to the states. They need to stand down the federal government for three to six months over internal reviews. And they need to completely clean house. Anybody who's been there for 10 years, gone. Goodbye. Get out and just start throwing people out. They need to downsize the federal government. We learned this during COVID when um, 73% of federal employees... Or let go as non-essential workers. Now yeah. think about that for a minute. They're, They're non-essential. Why are we? Why do we even have them? Why are we paying them?
1: Isn't that something? Yep, dude. The system is so far corrupted that this is why these people aren't going. These spot. This is why. I mean, it's on both sides. The infection runs deep on both sides. So it it's hard to uh, see this getting cleared up. Quickly and simply, well,
0: you know, an example of that, and I'm not judging these people based upon their relationship status, but if you want to think about what the swamp does to people when you get in there, take the two good people that went in there with kind hearts, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. Yeah, they went in there mothers with loving husbands. They went in there as business owners going into Washington, D.C. to try to make a difference. Both of them right now are both getting a divorce. And, I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene, we've heard the story. She was sleeping with her personal trainer. Uh, there's a thing between her and Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy's married. Um, and, hey, look, you know what? To to each and everybody their own. But, you know, that's what Washington, D.C. does to people. Is it corruption? Yeah. And the fact that she's doing
1: the things that she's doing time and time again tells me they probably have dirt on her and she's a coward. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say it, but she's probably in a really shitty situation. That's just
0: maybe. I don't know, but that's how they operate. So interesting enough today, we have not heard of the secretive group for a long time. Um, They kind of have been overshadowed by the World Economic Forum for a long time. But the Bilderberg group has met again today in Lisbon. And uh, they discussed with Sam Altman, open AI. They will join forces with key leadership from Microsoft, DeepMind, and Google on Thursday to discuss at the secret Bilderberg meetings. Artificial intelligence will be a key focus. Um, I actually did a Twitter post on this. We have the key focuses. And I want you to pay attention to their key focuses. AI, the banking system, China, energy transition, Europe, fiscal challenges, India. So you have Europe, China, India, okay, industrial policy and trade, NATO and Russia, transnational threats, Ukraine, and U.S. leadership. Notice how they don't say European leadership, where Europe is financially, economically in the dumps right now. They have a major energy crisis. They have border and immigration control problems going out of hand. They have riots going all over the streets. But they don't talk about European leadership.
1: Yeah, I guarantee you. They're not talking about
0: Chinese.
1: I guarantee you they're not sitting at that meeting, meeting talking about how great it's going to be when Trump wins the election either.
0: I, I, yeah, I guarantee you they're not. <laughs> what they're talking about with U.S. leadership is how to sustain power in the United States of America, how to take the United States of America down while sustaining the power. Now, I note notable attendees this year. Avril Haynes, Director of National Intelligence, Jen Easterly, Director of Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, that's CISA. And Elizabeth Economy, Senior Advisor for China, Department of Commerce. So you have the Director of National Intelligence, you have the Director of CISA, and you have the Senior Advisor for China. That's kind of interesting, especially when we're coming into an election. You have CISA, the DNI, and then China. A big talk about China here. Uh, What are the Bilderbergers planning Well, I think they're planning on taking out Putin as fast as possible. They're planning on getting rid of Russia. Uh, They want Ukraine completely uh, absolved from this war that's going on over there. They want China to come out as the market leader in the economy and as a military leader in the world. They want the United States to sink down. They want de-dollarization. They want the American citizen's Second Amendment right taken away and guns confiscated. And once they have that then what you're going to see is the whole world in glamour within a world government, because that's what they're pushing for. And that's what they've always wanted. Agreed. And what was the quote from Henry Kissinger? Uh, There's a famous quote. Is it David Rockefeller? uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Depopulation. There is a famous quote by um, Henry Kissinger pertaining: "Up the new world order cannot happen without U.S. participation, as we are the most significant single component." Yes, there will be a new world order, and it will force the United States to change its perceptions. Ooh. Then you have the plan. Today, Americans would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond whether real or promulgated that threatened our very existence. It is then that all the peoples of the world will pledge with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with a scenario, individual rights will be willfully relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by world government." That is Henry Kissinger in an address to the Bilderberg meeting, meeting in Evian, France, May 21st, 1992. And then we have here the concept that has underpinned the modern geopolitical era in is in this crisis. The concept of the order that has underpinned the modern era in this crisis, writes Henry Kissinger, above a pro-Russian fighter stands guard at a checkpoint close to Donetsk, Ukraine, In July, European press photo agency Libya is in civil war. Fundamental armies are building a self-declared caliphate across Syria and Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, Young died democracies on the verge of paralysis. These two troubles are added. A resurgence of tensions with Russia and the relationship with China divided between pledges of cooperation and public dissemination. The concept of an order that is underpinned by the modern era is in crisis. Now, that was from 2014, by the way. Okay. So we have Henry Kissinger here telling us that an enemy is going to be formulated whether real or promulgated that is going to force the world into a world order asking the world for safety and security now could this be the ufo alien phenomena could Mm -hmm. this be um russia the threat of Bioweapons, it it could, you know, nobody's ever said that before, but the bioweapon could just be that threat, that unknown or promulgated enemy, the fear of the unknown, the bioweapon makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, also, to your point, uh, aliens, uh, Project Bluebeam, maybe that's one of the plans down the way of the list of false flags or uh, mechanisms to maintain or regain control.
0: Well, the, the thing with Problem Bluebeam is um, you really can't find any official sources on Project Bluebeam other than Carol Ross, uh, Roslin, who was apparently the assistant. She did work with Werner von Braun, um, mm-hmm. and she was apparently there the day he died where he told her the next three wars that are coming, and the last one is going to be a completely makeshift war um, of basically us pretending to be aliens invading this planet. And that it'll ruin sovereignty and force us into a world order uh, after we win the war against our own devices. Now, if you think about it, that's most likely probably drone technology that's going to come down here for a fake invasion. It's not going to be this holographic technology that everybody's talking about. Um, But I will tell you, I've been digging down this rabbit hole more and more with the UFO stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, we did Earth Chronicles yesterday. And there's this one scene and you know what? I'm going to pull it up because I, I think it's important for people to hear this. Um, I didn't get to play it on. Um, didn't get to play. Maybe I, did I play it on the, I played it on amp after hours. That's when I played it. I did not play it on uh, daily dose. So let me, let me play this real quick because I think that this is critically important. And, people need to hear this so give you a little kind of understanding of what this clip is about
2: mm-hmm. the,
0: the gentleman that they're talking about here is bruce bigelow okay so this is james fox he's a documentary uh, documentarist on ufos he just did the newest one on the brazil ufo landing that happened where there's hundreds of witnesses they drove one of the aliens to the hospital like like this was legit in the 1990s okay um now, James Fox, received, he's going to tell a story, but Bigelow, Bob Bigelow um, in the 1980s, he was friends with uh, John Lear. John Lear's father created Lear jets, and they were invited by Bob Lazar to the Nevada desert to watch the craft in the sky. That's how he got introduced to all this stuff. He became fascinated. He ends up buying uh, Skinwalker Ranch and doing a whole bunch of investigations there under a program known as NID. Uh, NIDS get, gets a government contract. He gets NASA contracts. Um, he has an aerospace company. He created the aerospace company specifically to get into government contracts. So the ATIP program that Luis Alessandro was working with, all that information was going through uh, Bob Bigelow's uh, office. His scientists were the ones that looked at a lot of these craft and were helping to reverse engineer them. Okay? So Bob Bigelow yeah. knows what the hell he's talking about in these topics. Listen, listen to this interview. I gotta find the right place
2: here. He is in a position to know a lot more of this evidence and stuff. Anyway, I'm looking into particularly the case of the United States and international cases too. I get people saying, oh, well, Bigelow, uh, Bigelow's organization came and took all that evidence. And I kept hearing that. It's like, so what are you doing with all this evidence and stuff? Anyway, he says, uh, James, do you, uh, Before I say this, I am just going to say that this guy, I guess, legitimately is in a position to know a lot more than I know, Mm. okay, particularly at that time. He had the government contracts, he had the contacts, he had the intellectual heavyweights in the scientific community all working for him. This guy definitely knows a lot, no question, and so uh, he says, James, um, do you understand the implications of disclosure? And I said, uh, I don't really like, giving it too much thought. Why? He goes, um, meaning the implications of disclosure, if this, this story really came out. Okay. So I was like, uh, and to be honest with you, yeah, sure. I guess i thought about it. But I mean, it didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. We're not alone. Great. You know what i mean all like, right right thought about thinking about it yeah, day. I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think anybody just thinks that we're alone in the universe anymore anyway but right you're coming here he said uh he said that he and uh, i just need to really emphasize this to everybody out there so you understand what i'm telling you i'm not saying i believe what i'm about to tell you okay i need to see more evidence i'm not saying i don't believe it right but i don't just believe something because someone told me that I need to see supporting evidence. I need to hear testimony. I need a lot more. What's, what's taking me as long as it has with all the other cases that I investigate. I don't just like believe a case. Okay. So Robert Bigelow said to me, they're walking among us.
0: <laughs> now, damn, they're walking Among us. Now, Jordan Maxwell, um, great occultist, uh, was once asked this question. um, If they are here with us, and what do they look like? And he said, they don't look like us. We look like them. Now, think about that in the sense of the breakaway civilization, that maybe it wasn't a breakaway civilization. That was actually just them the whole time. Think about this. What about Joe Biden? Everybody wearing masks. What about it? Think about it. Does it really make much sense that. uh, We've all seen that these people are wearing some sort of mask, right? Something's up. Something's definitely up with all this.
1: Yeah. Body doubles. Yeah. All kinds of weird
0: stuff. So I posted this today and after hearing that. Remember what the symptoms have done, right? Simpsons have, Simpsons have predicted much more than you could ever imagine. They say truth is stranger than fiction. Don't be surprised when you learn that what you thought was reality is not nearly what you expected. I'm just saying, man, I've been going down this rabbit hole and everything that I'm seeing is is indicating that there's something much much bigger going on and that's why these people are protected that's why their crimes that they've been perpetuating this is why they're not getting prosecuted because of what they know at that level
3: Hmm.
0: they know names they know dates they know they know where the bodies are buried they know who these people are they can point fingers to them and all they have to do is say something so it's either they're eliminated and taken out, which would bring massive public uproar. It's, when you get to that high level, it's you gotta you can't go after ten or fifteen of them. And if one goes away, they think they're gonna, hey, they're next. So now you have a cascade effect. So they start coming forward, right? So these people, Barack Obama, these people know of what's going on. I mean, you go back to the Hillary Clinton emails from WikiLeaks, and you have the references made to to Nimrod in there. To um who was it? It was it was well, they called it Nimrod, but it was uh fuck, I'm forgetting the name. The Sumerian god. It's like Sargos. It's not Sargos, but it's like Sargos. But um mm-hmm. But yeah, it was Nimrod, the god Nimrod. They had him there, the Nephilim. And Weird. here's the thing, is I think that the truth is much stranger than you can ever imagine. And I think that uh, there's there's more to what is happening right now than meets the eye. The reason why Hillary Clinton's 33,000 emails were never released and were covered up or acid burned, the reason why they go after Julian Assange and want to assassinate him because he has emails, the reason why one of the found oh, Gilgamesh. Thank you, Shin. Gilgamesh. That's right. Gilgamesh. The reason why one of the founders of WikiLeaks was... Murdered on the beach in a European beach in 2018 was because of the contents of those emails that were on uh, Wiener's laptop. Okay. The reason the 16 men committed suicide, quote unquote, was because of the contents of those emails. It is a true, look, yes, there's the the pedophilia, there's the, the 555 raw video, there's all that stuff. There's other stuff on there that you have to understand is beyond the pay grade of most people. And I've covered this before in the sense of it's classified, it's classified special access programs. But most likely the information in those emails that we have not seen is pertaining to what they're talking about them walking among us and that information getting released puts them in danger and then puts all these people who know of them in danger as well that's at least my thoughts on the situation
1: yeah and the fact that they're not being prosecuted here they're being protected like you said because perhaps it puts them in danger from a pissed off population globally maybe there's a, a controlling factor outside of this world as well to where that stuff doesn't matter in their system. Maybe. Well, very I well.
0: I mean, very well. And, you know, me and David talked about this the other day, that maybe we're just, you know, cattle, chattel to them. Maybe we're just sheep to them. Maybe we're just ants to them. Where they don't care about the affairs of man, but they they understand that there can be some damage done if humanity learns of their existence, or at least, uh, um, you know, <laughs> you imagine one of these people see Barack Obama you know, get taken in for treason and then hung for his high crimes of treason. They know they're next. They go on CNN or MSNBC and they say, look, you know, Hillary Clinton comes on and goes, look, Hey, I'm going to tell everybody everything. There's a, a, a race of beans that looks just like us. Some of them have to wear masks. they, They hide in public as public officials. They rule this world. They've been ruling this world for a very, very long time. And they're trying to terraform this planet and they're trying to eliminate the human race. If that came from someone at that high level stature, guess what would happen? Mass pandemonium chaos. People would be arming themselves to the teeth and they would be hunting these things down. So they can't allow that type of information to get out. And I think that that's what's in these emails. I I really do. Wow. I think, it, I think that this conspiracy goes that to that level. And, I mean, people are like, well, it's the technology. No, it has nothing to do with the technology. It has everything to do that once that, that cat is out of the bag. I mean, because um, he goes in and talks about this a little bit in that video that I just showed. And he talks about that um, the implications of this information coming out. Yeah. All the lies that had been told for the last 50, 60 years, all all the deception that has happened, like people can't fathom how deep this really goes. Uh, Harry Reid in uh was actually in that guy's documentary before he passed out, uh, passed away. And they were talking about the tic-tac UFO videos. Yeah. And Harry Reid said that is that is not even the tip of the iceberg. You, this is nothing compared to what we know and have in in information on what this is which tells Gosh. you that these people at that level know much much more and will not talk about it. Uh, David Whitehead was talking about Paul Hellier. Paul Hellier he's the former Minister of Defense for Canada <laughs> in the 1960s. He passed right. away in 2021 David didn't even, David actually toured with him um, in the early two thousands on some book signing things. And he got really close to Paul Hellier and he goes, Paul Hellier told me some things that, you know, um, he told me never to tell anybody I'm like, well, dude, he's dead. Tell us. <laughs> you yeah, know? I remember
1: he put something out right around the beginning of yeah. this chaos three years ago.
0: Yeah. And he, wow. I, he said on, on earth Chronicles the other day that Paul Hellier told them that they walk among us, that they're here oh, on really? our planet. They're integrated into our society. They're ruling this planet. There's, there's eight different races.
1: Yeah, I heard him say that. He came out publicly and said
0: that before he died. Yep. Wow. So, you know, this is, this is real stuff. And once we start understanding it at that level, then we can understand why all this little stuff at the bottom, stealing the votes and ke- keeping the secret going. But here's the, here's the big thing. When that cat's out of the bag, your whole history, human history, you come to realize has been complete farce is false is bullshit. Everything that you know, you've been lied to about, trust me, the earth is still a spear, but, but everything that you've been lied to about, about your history is all a big lie. The, 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 how human beings got here, how we evolved here. Um, the, the birth of civilization 8,000 years ago in the fertile crescent, all of this is bullshit and garbage. And see, the thing is, is they don't want to answer those tough questions to humanity because they're going to have 8 billion people to answer those questions, too. And that's a scary thing for them. And so the only way that they can, like, systematically get this information out there slowly at a time, drip, drip, drip a little bit at a time. But I think we're going to have a massive flood here soon, especially with that topic right there. So... So, I think that we're going to have a massive, uh, a massive flood of information on disclosure here, uh, very, very soon. So, Cat Twenty yeah. Four asked me, uh, uh, "Josh, show me a picture of the uh, you took of the sphere. T- show me a picture you that any picture of the flat Earth. Show me any picture of the flat Earth. How about that? Because I can sit here and show you thousands upon thousands of pictures of the round Earth. I can show you." the blue pearl picture that was taken right from the moon. Now people are like, well, that's CGI. No, they're taking a JPEG photo and putting it into a TIFF analyzer. And it's going to come back. If you actually put the actual TIFF photo, which comes back as basically the same thing as the microfiche that it was taken on the film that it was taken on. You see that it was not. And here's the thing is this was taken with a regular camera, not digital cameras. You can't CGI these photographs back in the 1960s. This was taken on film. The only remote control devices they had there were the video cameras on the moon and I still contemplate how they got those damn things to work with absolutely no delay whatsoever and I agree with people on that that the moon landings were most likely video, uh, videotaped in a Hollywood basement but that does not equate to the earth being flat. Like I said show me a flat earth. Show me, show me the massive ice wall and everything above it. Uh, everything on the other side of it. Show me uh, an image from high up in the altitude of a flat earth. Okay, not one with two comparisons around an Earth and a flat Earth with a cloud zoomed in and zoomed out. That doesn't work. I can show you thousands of images of a spherical Earth. I can show you how in the United States Navy we launched cruise missiles bouncing off of satellites that orbited high up 300 miles above the Earth. But anyways, show for another day. In cat 24, I agree with that. I do not know the shape of the earth and I won't till I see it for space myself. I agree with that. But also you have to have a model. The model brings you down to reality. It, I, I have yet to see a flat earth model that works. Show me. And I posted this on someone's post earlier that I said, show me a picture of the flat earth, show me a picture of the ice wall and everything uh, on the other side of it. And show me in a flat earth model that actually equates for all the phenomena that we see on this planet. And I have yet for anybody to provide me any of that. All right, back to uh, back to reality. Back to me. Back to reality. Cult of personality. Okay.
1: <laughs> a lot of music references today.
0: I know. I'm just pumped up. All right, McCarthy says he oh, sees man. a debt limit deal on the House floor next week. Now, this is critical in the sense of the timing. Sure. Because the deal is going to be the middle of next week. we know the Democrats are going to say, nope, no deal. Which puts yeah. us in the June and running out of money. Guys, yeah. we're going to shut down the government, I'm telling you.
1: Probably. I love how happy the markets
0: are. Yay. Oh, good news. Pump it, pump it. Yeah. Good your, news in the markets have been pumping up because they're going to increase interest rates. Uh, the markets the numbers are absolutely horrible right now. And like, yeah, throw money in there. I know they're like, inflation is slowing. Everybody put your
1: money in. Actually, everybody except the people who know the truth, take your money out.
0: Yeah. So Republican <laughs> state leaders demand JP Morgan chase cease politically motivated debanking. State officials have written two separate letters to JP Morgan chase CEO demanding transparent decision-making and an end to political discrimination against customers. Um, 33 state officials have written to the scandal plagued at big bank, JP Morgan Chase, demanding it cease alleged political and religiously discriminatory debanking of customers. 14 state financial officers wrote a letter to JP Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon on March 23rd, calling the bank to take swift action to prevent internal political and anti-religious bias to help remedy this pattern of debanking conservatives. We urge chase to immediately take steps to address internal drivers of political and anti-religious bias that could undermine the fiduciary uh, obligations and impair the freedom of its customers to access financial services without fear of discrimination. And this comes about. Um, there's there was a whole bunch of January Sixers whose information was given over to the FBI by J.P. Morgan Chase. Oh, oh yeah. actually,
1: blanket everybody who bought firearms within a couple days of that incident. Yep, in D.C. was all sent to the FBI by the bank.
0: By J.P. Morgan, yep. Um, a sign of things to come, U.S. existing home sales decline, reaccelerates at rates rebound. After February's ridiculous pump fest, U.S. existing home sales have continued to trend lower, with March down, down, and now April dropping three point percent month after month, worse than the 3.2% drop expected. Existing home sales are down 14 of the 15 months, leaving them down just over 23% year over year. Home sales are bouncing back and forth but remain above recent cyclical lows. The combination of job gains, limited inventory, and fluctuating mortgage rates over the last several months have created an environment of a push-pull housing demand. This should surprise no one given the mortgage rates rebounded higher. Um, The median selling price of a previously owned home fell 1.7% from a year ago, the biggest drop since 2012, With 388800 however, prices rose in the Northeast and the Midwest. Uh, Even in markets with low prices, primarily the expensive West region, multiple offer situations have returned to the spring buying season. The number of homes homes for sale rose 1.04 million, up 1% from a year ago. Still inventory was nearly double that in April of 2019. And so they only compare this to last year's numbers. But as we said, is that there's a bigger crisis out out there going. And this is because of the high interest rates, people didn't realize the mortgages that they were getting involved in. And many people are defaulting on this. The problem is, is the big banks and financial institutions during COVID let go of all of their foreclosure mortgages and their their foreclosure lawyers and their teams. And so they have to rehire them and build those teams back up. And it's just not working out for them. There's a massive crisis within the banking industry or foreclosure lawyers. Gosh. Oh, this is good. Corey Bush, a Democrat in uh, Missouri, Representative Cory Bush stated that the United States has a moral obligation to pay out reparations to Black people for the nation's history of slavery, proposing that the US government pay out. 14 trillion in reparations through there is no confirmation on where the congresswoman believes that money will come from. On Thursday Bush introduced legislation to the house calling for 14 trillion in reparations for black Americans. And let's let's listen trillion. Yeah, 14 trillion. 14 trillion. That's right, with a T. Let's listen to this absolute fucking joke.
3: And legal obligation to provide reparations for the enslavement of Africans. Black people in our country
0: cannot wait any longer for our government to begin a- a- addressing each and every one of the extraordinary bits of harm, all of the harm it has caused since the founding. United- um, you know, I-, I don't think that these people truly understand history. That's true. You know, at the founding of this country, um, we were under the Articles of Confederation before the dec- uh, before the Constitution came about, and there was actually a three to four different black congressmen during that time. Um, there is nothing against race in that. Yes, people were enslaved. The Irish, the Chinese, and Afri- uh, Africans were enslaved in this country during the late seventeen hundreds and the early eighteen. 18- during the 1800s, they had uh, all three of those races had been enslaved in this country since the 1600s when the Portuguese came through with their slave trade in the Dutch. Now, what's interesting is did you know that Native Americans actually get a uh, uh, retribution? Uh, ugh, ugh, I can't speak today. Reparations?
1: Oh, reparations. Uh, well, I knew there was some kind of deal made so there is
0: a native there's an indigenous american trust fund and it it's funded with uh so basically what they do is they take the land of the native americans that are on reservations and they equate that to a certain amount of money each year it's like five billion dollars and uh you just have to you have to register with the account you have to go in there and you can collect the payment And so it's pretty crazy because the majority of the people don't claim that money and that actual trust fund that the federal government set up under the department of interior has been utilized as a methodology to launder money from the government to black budget projects.
1: Wow. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah,
0: I didn't either. We're going
1: to
0: actually talk about it tomorrow night. All right. So tomorrow night we have Dr. Richard Souter. And David Whitehead joining me on Conversation on the Fringe. We're going to be talking about deep underground military bases, military complexes, uh, underground basin complexes, underwater complexes. We're going to be talking about how this money was allocated, uh, how they stole this money, the, the $2.2 trillion defense budget money that's been missing for a long time, how they use this. Oh, dude, this is going to be a good show tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. Wow, wow. So Apple has restricted the use of ChatGPT, joining other uh, companies weary of leaks, according to the Wall Street Journal. So, interesting. Uh, I don't know how they're restricting it, though. Are they restricting it on the iPhone on the i platforms, or I think maybe use from employees? Mm, But gotcha. Well, you know, one thing that I did notice with Twitter is they implemented a plagiarism clause. So if you like, if you go to a news article and you post the article's link in your tweet and then you quote that article, even with quotation marks, it won't let you post it.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yep. Nope. What?
1: Yep. That's weird.
0: I had to, I had to go rewrite it. What? Adam um, Adam Schiff is panicking, begs for donations after Representative Luna files resolution calling for his expulsion from Congress. Shift lied to the people. He used his position of House Intel to push a lie that cost American American taxpayer do- millions of dollars. That's right. It was treason. It was uh, McCarthy came out today and said that this is treason to the country. Um, this is his post here on Twitter. Adam Schiff. He's saying here, MAGA Republican members of Congress just filed a motion to expel me from the U.S. House of Representatives. Good. You treasonous motherfucker. Get out. And then he's like, please chip in. A nickel, a dime, $5 if you got it. Everyone, <laughs> Joe, $5 if you got it. Please, chip in anything.
1: Hopefully, Pencil Neck goes down. Yeah. yeah. One of the still, many.
0: Still no Epstein client list, yet Deutsche Bank to settle Jeffrey Epstein's suit for $75 million, apparently. Yeah. Um, Larry Page is still nowhere to be found. He has been. He has vanished as authorities have tried to subpoena him upon the Jeffrey Epstein allegations. And I said that they're going to find that Larry Page is dead. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, Larry Page is going to... They're going to find him, and it's going to be suicide, something of that nature. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. All right. So this is absolutely crazy
2: what? So, what is
0: what happened in your office at level one reviewers were sent home so this is the carry lake trial that's going on and check this video up check this video out
4: they were you told why the
3: normal level one reviewers were told to go home after 7 p.m and the uh, signature review function was performed at the county recorder's office no we just we thought it was odd why Why did you think it was odd Well, because we had observers that were constantly watching what we were doing, but there was i'm assuming no observers there who was watching what they were doing i don't I don't know we just thought it was. You know, we thought they would come to where we worked at. Maybe they set up in a different area for them to verify signatures, but they didn't. They just told us they had the regular county recorder um, employees working signature there to try and get through all of those.
4: Did they were you told why the.
0: All right. And we also found out that these people were sent home. To verify this stuff.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And, and don't mind you that they were verifying these, si- these signatures in 0. 0.9 to 3 seconds. Like count yourself, opening. So imagine clicking on a file and it opened up in your browser. One, two, three, four. I just got the page right. loaded. And I'm now scrolling down.
1: <laughs> right. So if I open up a page, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, it's just loading. So they're just loading the page
0: and then they're clicking good and then moving on. to the. And browser. they did the same thing in 2020. And that's right. Love the beach. Joe Biden's records for cell phone paid by Hunter subpoenaed by the house committee, a GOP led house committee investigating allegations of potentially improper foreign business tra- transactions have issued a subpoena for the records of a cell phone used by president Joe Biden and reportedly paid for by his son, Hunter Biden. In an interview on Tuesday, Peter Schweizer, who is known for his focus on political corruption, stated the records in question were discovered on Howard Biden's laptop. The phone in question was reportedly utilized between 2009 and 2017, a period when the current president served as vice president. We obtained that phone number and we've shared it with individuals in the Oversight Committee in Congress, is going to subpoena those phone records. And what's important here is that not a government phone, This is not Joe Biden's private phone that he's paying for himself. It's actually Hunter Biden's business that paid for it. I think it's going to yield a lot of interesting information as to who Joe Biden was talking to on his phone that he was being paid for by his son Schweizer, the author of several books on political corruption, including Secret Empires. How our politicians hide corruption and enrich their friends and households told uh, the host here. 2018, the book revealed that Hunter Biden took millions of dollars in from foreign income without paying taxes, which is a triggered subsequent IRS and grand jury investigations. Whoa. Man, you know what they're going to find on that phone? Hunter's pictures? I don't know. They're going to find some pictures. They're going to find some calls to some prostitution office rings. Oh, yeah, they're going to find a
1: lot. It's a mess. It's probably going to get destroyed with a hammer. I don't know. They're not going to go down easy, man. But there's a lot. There's a lot going against them.
0: So Maricopa County election director accidentally dropped a 2020 bombshell during the Cary Lake trial. Um, Reynaldo Venezuela testified at uh, Republican Cary Lake's election challenge trial Wednesday that Malin ballot reviewers were done at election officials' homes in 2020 with no observers present. Uh, Venezuela also confirmed officials still have the ability to do so now. So in March the Arizona Supreme Court remanded the issue of whether the mail-in ballot legally mandated signature verification process was followed in Maricopa County during the election back to the trial. Lake Attorney Brian Bellum questioned Valenzuela regarding the places where mail-in ballot verification took place in November and whether independent observers were present. Valenzuela said that there were three election. The three locations where mail-in verification took place: Maricopa County tabulation, the election center, known as the MC Tech. In downtown Phoenix, the Maricopa Recorder's Office, also in Phoenix, in the Maricopa County's Southeast Regional Center in Mesa. Whistleblower Jacqueline Oganite, who worked as a ballot reviewer at the MC Tech in November, had testified before Valenzuela that she thought it was odd when she and her fellow reviewers were sent home at 7 p.m. as counting continued of mail-in ballots. Why do you think it was odd? Lake's attorney, Kurt Olson asked. Well, because we had observers that were constantly watching what we were doing at the designated vote counting area, but there was, I'm assuming, no observers there at the records office, which was watching what they were doing, she replied. In light of the testimony, Bellum questioned Valenzuela whether observers are allowed in the county recorder's office at the Mesa location. Valenzuela responded that observers are allowed in any general area, but it's not a legal requirement. He went on to explain that as a certified election officer, he and others can do signature verifications in their offices with no observers present. Bellum followed up asking, can signature verification be done at Maricopa County employees home? He answered saying, "We don't have that currently in place, but in 2020, with the pandemic ongoing, the county allowed reviewers to work from home. Wow.
1: That's a problem. And I saw somebody re- somebody involved in this fraud tweeted during the election, "Oh, yeah, everybody knows that you could do this on any computer, uh, uh, validate votes." And this person found the tweet and said, Hey, how come you contradicted this during the trial? And said, uh, You know, I have the receipts right here, screenshots from back then. The original tweet was deleted mm. same day. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I don't Whistleblower who said it. So yeah. Good. No, no. Yeah. Whistleblowers have sounded the alarm on being targeted by FBI weaponized agencies' role in January 6th. Thursday, the House Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government allowed FBI whistleblowers to provide testimony on the politicalization of the Bureau and how it retaliates against employees who speak out. Jim Jordan, Matt Goetz led the press conference where they were aired videos of the whistleblower testimonies exposing, disrupting corruption by the FBI. And I think we have some of that footage here. Let's go in here. All right, Mr. Goetz. Oh, this is this is good. This is where all hell breaks loose. Listen to this. Recognize Mr. Garamendi for his five minutes. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry.
3: Mr. Mr. Garamendi is recognized.
0: Mr. Chairman, I have a
3: parliamentary inquiry. Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. We can do this all day. Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Okay, let's do it all day. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. And you're not recognized. Mr. Chairman, there's a member in the side of the dais who has not been waived in on committee, uh, would like to... No, is he asking to be waved in, or is he going to send the audience, or has he joined somebody's staff since he's against the wall? Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Mr. Chairman, can I have an answer to my question, please? He, he's a colleague. He's not been waved in. Mr. Garamendi is recognized.
0: Well, we'd be happy to wave him in if he wants to sit in, but he's he's up in the days area, but he's you, not in the audience. He's actually, standing not- where he's actually standing, sitting where most. Time steps- so what you're seeing here is the Democrats making a complete debacle of the situation. They go on in <laughs> one of these testimonies to say that um, that these aren't actually real whistleblowers. They're not recognized as whistleblowers.
1: Yeah, it was really sick, dude.
0: And that and then the the same woman was t- contesting that if they were whistleblowers, then um, Jim Jordan has to release all the records that they provided to them to all the members of the House committee. And Jim Jordan's like, no, we don't. That's not your decision. That's the whistleblower's decision, who they trust with that information, not yours.
1: Yeah, she called it a bunch of hot air and totally yep. discredited them. It was ridiculous.
3: Mr.
2: Boyle, you went up your chain of command with your concerns, is that right? Yes, sir. I initially started with them and those initial complaints fell on down.
3: Then you, came, then you came to the House Judiciary Committee with those concerns, is that right? After going to my local congressman, then I,
2: I came to the judiciary. Exactly
3: like the law prescribes for you to do when you see something that is wrong. You did that. So did Mr. Friend, so did Mr. Allen.
0: And they got frickin' hammered for it. Security clearance is pulled, where we heard that before, JTAC. All right, listen to this one. I don't know why it doesn't switch screens anymore. Weird. I have to manually do this every time.
4: A- astonishingly heard a Democrat on this committee question your allegiance to the United States how many tours in Iraq did you do I did two tours in Iraq sir and and for how many decades have you held a security clearance uh, for two decades sir ever been called into question before no sir and and you also received the employee of the year award for the Charlotte field office is that right that is correct sir. Did you receive any medals during your service for the Marine Corps in the United States Navy? I did sir as a member of the Marine Corps I received two uh, a Navy commendation medal and a Navy achievement medal. Seems to me your allegiance to the United States is pretty well established over multiple decades wearing the uniform fighting for our country and I am proud that you continue to fight for our country as a whistleblower here making a disclosure to the United States Congress uh, and Mr. Allen is it your belief that you were retaliated against because you shared an email that questioned the truthfulness of FBI Director Christopher Ray. Yes, sir. And you believed that he wasn't truthful based on testimony he'd given to the United States Senate. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And in that testimony to the Senate, you believed that Christopher Ray indicated that there were no confidential informants and no uh, FBI assets that were present at the Capitol on January 6th that were part of the violent riot. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Please play the video. We're, we're now going to hear from George Hill, who worked at the Boston field office.
3: Okay. The SSA in Boston said they were going to a political rally, which is First Amendment protected activity. No, we're not uploading. We're not starting cases on these people to which they said, well, we're gonna call your SAC and the SSA said, go right ahead because when you're pushing back, you know, you wanna make sure that you have your, your six covered. So the SAC and the ASAC were intimately aware of these kinds of exchanges that were going on. And again, to his credit, um, Joe Bonavolante said, no, we're not opening up cases on people who went to a rally and I forgot a key part. The SSA for CT two said, "Happy to do it. Show us where they were inside the Capitol, and we'll look into it." To which WFO said, "We can't show you those videos unless you can tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the Capitol." To which the SSA responded back, and I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us? Why can't you just send us, give us access to the 11,000 hours of video that's available? Because there may be, may be UC's undercover officers or CHS's confidential confidential human sources on those videos whose identity we need to protect.
4: So, Mr. Allen, you got retaliated against. For the very thing for saying the very thing that the Washington field office was telling Boston when the Boston field office was saying we're not going to go and investigate people that just showed up at a rally without sufficient criminal predicate uh, the, the Washington field office told Boston well you know what we can't give you the evidence because it might disclose the very CI's and UC's that you are concerned about but that doesn't surprise you mr. O'Boyle, does it no sir and the reason it doesn't surprise you is that In a different part of the country, you saw that same pressure from the Washington field office. And did they ever try to get you to do something that was outside the normal order of law enforcement activity? Yes, sir. And what did the Washington field office try to get you to do that violated the law and regulations?
1: They tried to get me to serve a federal grand jury subpoena when there was no proper predicate to do so.
4: And the reason there was no predicate was because it was based on an anonymous tip, right? That's correct. Time and again, the Washington field office was trying to pressure you without corroboration to go start process on people. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And so while I agree that January 6th was a violent day, a bad day, a day that nobody wants to relive, violence on January 6th doesn't justify weaponizing the government against people who were innocent and did nothing wrong. Thank you for blowing the whistle on that.
0: Well and now there's going to be a call to unseal those CIs and UCs. And the reason wow. is is because <clears throat> with the ev- with the video evidence being released and knowing the profile of the people who broke the the windows, busted the doors down, moved the gates, if yes. they can identify them as federal agents, that completely changes the context of everything. Yeah. Whoo. Yep, there, there's and, and I'm telling you, this is this is why when we're looking at this, this is why they will not let Donald Trump come in. Because he will. That's exactly what he will do is he will unman? He will be like, I want to know who those C- uh, who those undercover agents are and those confidential informants were. We <laughs> need to get them out here. We, we need to have them testify.
1: Yeah, I bet Jake Sullivan's in that list or what's his name? no uh what's Jayden, that kid's name jay yeah why did i say jake sullivan what's his name whatever yeah. that antifa kid
0: yep Wait, okay guys as a reminder tonight i'm just gonna take a quick break we're at 8 30 here so tonight we have the after dark q and a, q and a that is on socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com. um define the zoom links if you are a subscribing member and you do not know where the Zoom link is, just message myself or Vince. I'll be available tonight. You won't? I won't be able to get to
1: him. Oh,
0: okay. Well, then, then just email myself, and we will get you those links. Um, but the easiest way to do it is if you're a Red Pill patron a Red Pill patron pros at Admiral Elite, whatever it is, go to the left-hand tab, go to groups, click on the group, and when you get in there, the link is right at the top. If you can't find it, send me a message. I will get you the link. Um, but yes, that is the Red Pill Q&A tonight, the Social Red Pill Q&A tonight. Uh, I'll be, it'll be on in about an hour from now, an hour from now. So you got to be a subscribing member to some of the problems that we've had on the platform. So you got to be a subscribing member to get into that Zoom. Um, subscription packages are really easy, $5.99 a month, and it moves up from there. So uh, appreciate it for all the subscribers out there and everybody who joins the Social Red Pill. And if you need a QR code, I can throw one up there. There you go. Boom. Socialredpill.com, guys. So socialredpill.com, really easy. Socialredpill.com, pretty easy to see. And you can just scroll back on this and, and get that QR code if you need it right there. All right. Moving on, FBI whistleblower de- delivers opening statement on the wepo- uh, weaponization of the FBI. Fran says, I pray that all members consider the information I and my fellow whistleblowers present. I sacrificed my dream to deliver this information to the American people. And he's the one that came out talking about, originally, the uh, the symbology that was being targeted for basically pro-Second Amendment, uh, pro-American flag symbolism was <laughs> being targeted flag. by the FBI. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Gadsden flag, yeah. Uh, Pentagon apparently has made a $3 billion error in, UK- uh, error in Ukraine. Officials told the news agency that accounting confusion meant the value of stockpiles sent to Kyiv had been overestimated. The U.S. Department of Defense had discovered an accounting error that could result in more weapons, ammunition, and equipment being available for Ukraine than previously expected. The agency cited a Senate aide and Pentagon official, both anonymous, who said that the U.S. military had overestimated the value of uh, some of its hardware that was being sent to Kiev around $3 billion, implying that less money has been sent on army Ukraine than previously calculated. Now, isn't it's, that interesting? It you know,
1: sounds like such a scam, dude.
0: Well, do you understand that the, what they do is when they send that stuff to Ukraine is they add that on as an export of the U.S. So the money that they, they value that at goes on to the GDP
1: so they inflated it for those numbers and now they're realizing that there was a mistake just a fat there finger. oh you know. wow
0: exactly wow uh, media says russia will use nuclear weapons in ukraine here's that uh that bilderberg group big scare factor henry kissinger uh the recent claim is that russia is exhausted and only has one other option Recent developments suggest that Russia's military commanders have exhausted their ability to effectively respond to the Ukrainian escalation in fighting. An influx of 300,000 new soldiers over the winter has done little to improve the fighting of Russian units. And reported appearance of 1950s Russian tanks near the battlefield confirms that Russian materiel is running out. No, that doesn't. I actually wanted to comment on this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So originally, Russia, was, Russia has been utilizing some very, very high tech for precision strikes. But sure. in the field combat, what they've done is they brought out a lot of uh, early Soviet-era um, tanks and, and jeeps and these types of things. Sure. Now, let me ask you this. Did you ever play any sports in high school, Vince?
1: No. I, I played, sports I played
0: football, and cool. we were a pretty dominating football team. We, we, we once beat a team 86-6. to 6. Oh, my God. Okay? And when you beat teams that bad... Usually what happens after like the first inning is your second string goes in then you play your third string. Then you play all the other people who aren't very good at football and see how well they can do, but just give them some play time. So by the Russians using all this old equipment, they're just like, it's just rotten away. Anyway, throw it out there. Why not? That's why. Cause they don't want to waste their real good equipment, their new stuff. Yeah. But I, I believe disagree, that they're, they just took Bakhmut. Bakhmut is like ninety-eight percent secured by Russians. Uh, Ukraine has absolutely lost. Uh, the U.S. has confirmed. I think I got this here. Uh, the U.S. has confirmed that. Um, oh, I'm looking at the Russian articles. But the U.S. has confirmed that the Patriot missile systems that they sent over there have been destroyed.
1: Yeah, which is why they're oh, there's more money in the budget. We could send more. Great idea. Get ready for more booms.
0: Yep. And it's the Washington Post is making the last ditch pitch for Russia collusion. Uh, shortly before the release of the Durham report, uh, Tyler Durden from Zero Hedge wrote about the concerns they have in the de facto, uh, de facto state media in the United States. A column explored the pattern of false claims replicated across media platforms in the last four years. Then the report was released and the media seemed intent to prove the point. However, even the determined group, the Washington Post, which won a Pulitzer Prize in reporting for Russia collusion, set a new level of denial with this uh, column by Philip Bump. This is this is the one I was talking about last night. Is, is you have this dude from the University of Maryland, who's a professor in Black oh Studies, African American Studies, who goes out there on an opinion piece and basically <laughs> says that this is complete garbage. No, there was Russian collusion.
1: Hilarious.
0: Unbelievable.
1: That's hilarious. What the hell?
0: Um, from the National Pulse, the Serbians turned over 13,500 guns to the government. Now their president is thre- threatening repressive measures. Serbian President Alexandra Vikic is threatened repressive measures to bring gun owners to heal Admits a so-called amnesty, which has already seen around 13,500 weapons turned over to the state. Vesikic. V- 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 who vowed to see through the almost complete disarming of the Serbian public after consecutive mass shootings killed 17 people at a school in a trio of villages on May 3rd and May 4th, warned of the crackdown once the amnesty ends in early June. After June 8th, the state will respond with repressive measures and punishments will be very strict. What does anyone need an automatic weapon for or all these guns? It's not like the Serbians had a civil war, I mean, back in the 90s or anything like that, where... Hundreds of thousands millions of people were killed. I mean, not like you had that going on. Um, and look, at, I mean, 17 mass shootings at schools. Does this narrative sound familiar just, uh, just a little bit?
1: Unfortunately.
0: What you're going to see in Serbia is another civil war.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Oh, man. Did you hear about this uh, ammonium nitrate situation?
0: Um, yep. I got it up here. My God. I don't know how much it is. Is it a lot? Of, let me pull it up right now. Oh, it's a lot. Uh, Moldova. We have Supreme Court. Clown World. Supreme Court. Repressive measures. Track. There it is. All right. 60,000 pounds of explosive ammonium nitrate missing from train in California. Uh-oh. <laughs> 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate used as a fertilizer but also in explosives are missing from a rail shipment that was due to arrive in California from Wyoming. The rail car loaded with 30 tons of the chemical left Cheyenne, Wyoming on April 12th. The car was found to be empty after it arrived two weeks later at a rail stop in the Mojave Desert, uh, according to the short incident report from the explosive firm that made the shipment. The company, Dino Nobel, made the report May 10th to the Federal National Response Center. Uh, the report also appeared last week in the NRC Database of California Incidences. Dino Nobel says it believes the material transported in pellet form is a covered hopper car similar to to those used to ship coal fell from the car on the way to the rail siding called uh, Saltdale, about 30 miles from the town of Mojave. Ammonium nitrate was the explosive in the massive bomb used in the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995 it was also the substance caused deadly explosion in the warehouse in the port of Beirut, Lebanon in 2020. We saw that one. Um, so foul play is not suspected, but the loss of hazardous chemicals is just the latest of the rail problems. So this is interesting. So they're saying that it fell off the train um what (laughs) like (coughs) i'm like confused by this because this is sixty thousand pounds okay and they're they're saying that the transported impellet form in a covered hopper car so that's just like your regular train car that's covered some of those using the ship coal fell from the car on the way to a rail site. So basically they're thinking that the thing was opened up and it just spilled out. That'd be easy to find right.
1: out. That would It'd be, be easy really to find easy out. to
0: find out if that happened. Right.
1: I smell something fishy. I think I'm going to call my friend Hillary, see if she has any information.
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what? That 60,000 pounds of ammonia nitrate was just put in a San Andreas fault. That's what happened.
1: Oh my gosh. Imagine. You Imagine that. Oh my God. Oh, I wonder if that would cause that earthquake probably
0: 50,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate would leave a massive dent. That would be like a nuclear explosion going off. God. That be bad. Oh my backwards. Brace yourself for the 2024 deep fake election. No matter what happens with generative AI, its disruptive forces are already beginning to play a role in the fast approaching US presidential race. So AI uh, was once something the average person described in abstract. They had no tactile relationship with it, um, weren't even aware of it, or even the devices that were utilizing it. That's all changed over the past years. People have started to engage in AI programs like AI, OpenAI's Dali and ChatGPT, um, and the technology is rapidly advancing. As AI is democratized, democracy itself is falling under new pressures. There will likely be many exciting ways it'll be deployed, but also... They start to distort reality and become a major threat in 2024 presidential election if AI-generated audio, images, and videos of candidates proliferate.
1: Ooh,
0: this is going to be big.
1: And it's a false flag opportunity for all of the chaos causers out there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to use AI for a lot of politics in the future. Maybe Zelensky, Biden, maybe, who knows?
0: I think so, too. Uh, Views of uh, the Northrop Grumman's totally notional long-range stealth fighter. This is going to be interesting because I'm going to tell you a little story about this. Uh, New images of this. It looks like really the unmanned drone, but we can see a man picture right here. Looks like a UFO, I'm pretty sure. Northrop Grumman has once again incorporated what it seems to be a notional next-generation air dominance, crude platform concept in its latest advertisement. This follows another ad from 2021. Let's check this out real quick. Fun fact,
3: the longest full-scaled unmanned flight
0: was piloted and crewed in... If you look right in the backdrop, there it is right there. Entirely by women. Over 34 hours. Shattering records and the glass ceiling. You know it. I wonder... So what's interesting about that aircraft, in the late 1990s over the Midwest and Southwest of the United States of America, there were multiple observances of a high-flying incredibly fast um, plane that looked exactly like that one right there. Even the photos leaked back in those days looked exactly like that called the Aurora project. And it's called the Aurora project because I believe the first sightings of it were over Aurora, Colorado. And this was multiple occurrences between 1996 to 1999. I remember listening to about it on coast to coast AM. And what you're seeing right right there is the Aurora project. And it was the replacement for the SR 71 Blackbird. It has been utilized. Okay. (laughs) It has been utilized by our. (laughs) I had to chop myself up there. Uh, It has been utilized by our Air Force. Uh, Let's just say that. Yeah. Anyways. All right. US Mm -hmm. officials have confirmed this uh, Russian strike on uh, Patriot systems in Ukraine. We just talked about that a minute ago. Um, uh, Moldovan president urges Brussels to approve the EU membership as soon as possible. Multiple European nations are getting afraid that Russia is going to come into there and invade them. They're all trying to join the EU and NATO as fast as humanly possible. Which you know, it's kind of an interesting point is that they want to bring about globalization. They want to bring about these unions of these continents. And what's actually happening is Russia invading Ukraine has actually produced that on a larger scale. The more of these countries, former Soviet countries, want to join the EU as fast as possible.
1: And it's not the Moldovan people, by the way. I know a friend who has family there. Mm-hmm. They think they know, you know, they know the truth of what's going on. This is going to be the same thing. It's it's a corrupt government, not necessarily the people of Moldova,
0: right? So uh, the NABU Supreme Court head arrested but not charged yet. charges will be filed against the Supreme Court head Vasilad Nasyev um, and one other individual who were detained for receiving bribes, according to the National Anti-Corruption Bureau in Ukraine.
1: Isn't that something? And that's like the Ukraine fake news reporting it.
0: Uh, Supreme Court votes to dismiss Chief alleged of taking $3 million bribe. And this goes back into that long playing out story of the uh, minister of the interior who was killed in the helicopter crash, who I believed was to, I said that news is going to break next week. This guy knew something. And then next week, we find out that low level government officials were laundering money from the U.S. taxpayer dollar. Then a few months later, we find out high level Members, 12 members of the high-level Ukrainian government were laundering over $400 million in U.S. taxpayer dollars. Now, this guy took $3 million of that. Um, clown World. Yeah. yeah, we can cover those next time. Uh, we're running out of time here. We already covered that. New York to track residents' food purchases and place caps on meat served by public institutions. I'm pretty sure someone said that something like that was going to happen, right? New York City will begin tracking the carbon footprint of household food consumption and putting caps on how much red meat can be served in public institutions as part of a sweeping initiative to achieve a 33% reduction in carbon emissions from food by 2030. Mayor Eric Adams and representatives from the Mayor's Office of Food Policy and Mayor's Office of Climate and Environmental Justice announced the new programs last month at the Brooklyn Culinary Center run by the New York City Health and Hospitals, the city's public health care system, a day before Earth Day. And once you have 15-minute cities and once you have social credit scores in place and digital currencies, that'll be a lot easier.
1: They're doing it.
0: Uh, Texas legislators have passed a bill banning child sex change procedures statewide. If signed by governor Abbott, this legislation will permanently shut down the child sex change programs in Texas children's hospitals. Um, so this is big. So have you seen that lawsuit of that father who spent about $2 million suing his ex-wife, who's a clinical psychologist who transitioned her son to a girl and he's been fighting in the court system. He's in Texas. Oh, really? And did he lose? Uh, He had, he's been losing in the court systems, but he's in Texas and she wanted to get him to have a surgery. So this could be really good for him. I believe he's in, I'm almost positive he's in Texas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then she could just kidnap, go to another state like Washington or something and get it done. Right.
0: Yep. (sighs) Sick. The solution to COVID-19 sepsis and influenza is population wide government supported, but an unenforced vitamin D Three, supplementation to achieve healthy 25-hydroxyvitamin D levels. And this comes from Dr. Simon Goddick. He's absolutely right there. Um, Tom Rents has posted this. It's a minute long. I think we'll take a listen to it. And remember when people called him a conspiracy theorist? Not a conspiracy anymore. Let's listen to this. Uh,
3: okay, are we what What's the deal? she said that Dr. Spiegel said this floor is going to be his patients, mm-hmm. so I was like hmm.
2: See, I don't have to always do the.
3: So we are we're killing the patients this floor because, mm-hmm. Becky, what he's asking us, well, other floors don't wanna do it. Yeah, I couldn't sleep at night. I, I just, and then when that nurse practitioner, when you got that patient to do the morphine, and you're like, she doesn't need it, and I was just like, this is what I'm talking about. It's, yeah, it's she not right. They're okay. They're okay. If they're comfortable, they're comfortable. We can tell when they're in pain. We we can tell when
1: they're agitated. We can tell when they're whatever. That doesn't make that you keep giving them medication just to
0: knock them out. So that's what- well, what they're talking about is two nurses talking, and one of them's recording it. I, people are saying they can't understand what they're talking about. They're talking about how one doctor demanded that they bring all these COVID patients to his floor. And then they talked about how the death rate on that floor was much higher much, much higher than all the other floors, and they were unnecessarily giving them um, intubations, morphine, all types of things that they did not need, and the nurses even believed that they were killing these patients with giving them things that they didn't need, and every yeah. single one of them counted as a COVID test. Now, that goes back to Thomas Rentz's thing project, uh, where Operation Nightingale came about, in the sense where you have fake doctors and fake nurses working at these hospitals. Yeah man. Yep. They really murdered a lot of people. They did. It, this is genocide people. This is this is genocide. We're dealing with absolute pure fucking evil. Um as a reminder tonight socialredpill.com go on over there. Need a uh, you need a subscription to get into the after chat. It's going to be a live Q&A with myself tonight. I'll be hanging out for a few hours. Uh tomorrow night we have conversations on the fringe with Dr. Robert Sauter. We're going to be talking about deep underground military bases um, underwater and underground military complexes, the alien agenda, all of that stuff. David Whitehead will be joining me. Uh, we have morning coffee as well as the dark to Light show in the morning, uh, followed by the Patriot party podcast in the afternoon conversations at the fringe of night makes you think on Saturday night and, uh, hoping you guys all have a great day. Take care, be well, uh, enjoy your night. I'll see some of you guys here in a little while and remember whiskey does help and, uh, have a great night, guys. Much love, respect. God bless you. Take care. Go on over to the redpills.tv. Subscribe. Please like, comment, share, and definitely get this information out there. Clip it. Put it on your TikTok. Do whatever you need to do. Get the information out there. Have a great night. Either we will get the full cooperation
4: of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me, I patch the game.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's, I, I haven't, look.